Hey everyone, this is Ingrid once again. I bring you a brand new podcast and I trust that you will be strengthened by it. Today's word is called Fight or Flight. God bless you. I start this word this morning by opening the scriptures to Second Chronicles chapter 20. And I'm going to read from verse 2. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat that a great multitude is coming up against him. And in verse 3, And then Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord, and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. Jehoshaphat was the king of Judah. So Jehoshaphat gathered together all to ask help from the Lord. And from all the cities of Judah, they came together and they sought the Lord. Verse 5, Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem and the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord our God, God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is there not power and might, so that no one is able to withstand you? And then we go further down, and it says in verse 12, O God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what what to do, but our eyes are set on you. Our eyes are upon you. He comes to God He says, they say the following, he said, God, there's a great multitude that is coming against us. This enemy is too great for us. They are too much. They have come against us and we do not know what to do. And you see in this portion of scripture here that um, Jehoshaphat feared greatly, but he went and sought the Lord. He called the people together. He assembled them together in Jerusalem in the house of the Lord, and before the new court, and and they prayed. He called, I believe, he called an hour of intercession, and um, God's people came, and they prayed, and they said, God, will you not judge them? We have no power against them. They, They are just too many. They are just too great. This enemy is too big for us. And um, in verse 17, God answers them here, um, you will not need to fight in this battle. He says, position yourself, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. Now, then we know what happened. Joseph had went and he gathered all the singers together um, the, in the front line and they sang um, worshiping songs, um, saying, Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Verse 22. Now, when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, what happened was God set ambushes against the people of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, and who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. What a powerful portion of scripture. What, what a powerful story laid out um, that God says you will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear for this or be dismayed. He says, come on, be, tomorrow you go out against them for the Lord is with you. And what is so awesome, God 
promises in his word that he's with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. And even in this time of, of great persecution that, that you, the, the nations are experiencing, that the church is experiencing, this time of great um, tribulation that we are going through with this virus and everything else, I am not going to talk about, you know, um, just the coronavirus. There's too much been spoken about it, but I want to say to you, this is trying times. But even after this is gone and when this whole thing has disappeared, and you go back to your daily normal life. Tribulations are still going to be there. Troubles are still going to be there. Um, you will go through things. Jesus says, while you are in this world, you will have tribulation. But he says, do not be afraid, for I have overcome the world. And I want you to take that position this morning to say, Father, when there are things outside of your control, you, you stand before God and you say, Lord, this mountain is too big for me. I put my trust in you. And and I lay my fears down before you, God, and I pray that you will come through for me. You've got to stand up and you've got to approach God, go to his house, meet with people who pray, go to prayer gatherings, or otherwise, even more powerful, get into your closet because God is not just the God that will meet you in a gathering. He's the God that will meet you in your inner room. He's the God that will meet you when you are kneeling beside your bed. He's the God that's sees you when you are praying while you're driving down the highway he's the God who is always there and his ear is open to the prayer of the righteous and I encourage you this morning and I say to you when you are faced with different challenges because after this thing is passed businessmen have to open back their doors again not sure if everything is going to be the same I want to say to you nations of the world people of the world South Africa where I'm from I want you to, to start leaning and genuinely praying you are not just praying now we are not just gathering now we're not just making prayers before God because we are dead desperate for him to save us out of this trying time but your your, your faith will be proven and and um lord even after this virus is gone and everything is settled down you've got to trust god now and say lord when i get out of this lockdown when i get outside of this time and when i have to face the world back again i'm not sure if i'm going to have a business but my god this mountain seems too strong for me my business is not going to withhold it i am fearful this is just too much for me pray Pray, pray before God, businessman, businesswoman. Pray before God and trust the Lord with all your heart that you will not be overcome. Put every effort in. Don't just pray um, because you are you are praying out of desperation, yes. But don't just pray for now. And after you through this, you forget about prayer. You're going back to your same way of living. I want you to lay yourself down before God and worship Him. And I want to ask you today, are you going to fight or are you going to flight? Are you going to flee from this? Is it fight or flight for you? You've got to choose today. And I want to say I encourage you, even as a believer, as a non-believer, 
believer. I want you to, to stand and to fight through this battle. You've got weapons. The Bible teaches us. And let me go to that scripture quickly. I have it in the word of God here. It says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 4. Listen, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God to pulling down strongholds, casting down imaginations or arguments and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity, hallelujah, to the obedience of Christ. And um, I want you to know that the weapons that we have the weapons that we have, we come before God and we say, Lord, we use these weapons, our weapons of warfare, our spiritual weapons, which are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. And we cast down arguments. We cast down imaginations. We cast down every high thing that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. And we bring it into captivity. We take it captive. We take those negative thoughts captive this morning and we bring it to the obedience obedience of Christ. This is how you fight with the weapons that God has given you. And so awesome this morning. Let me just briefly take you this a scripture that is um, um, in, found in Romans chapter 12. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, um, present your bodies a living sacrifice, only acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2 says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Do not be conformed, but be transformed by the renewing. Your mind needs to be renewed. Mindsets needs to be overthrown. And how do you do that? By the weapons that God has given you. That you come against all these arguments in your mind. And you don't feed on, on all these negative things. On these um, thoughts that are threatening that you are going to fail, you are going to fold and you are going to be de destroyed and um, because when you do that, when you entertain these, it makes you depressed and the enemy will use this against you to torment your mind with many things, people can't sleep right now maybe, but I want to say to you I want you to stand and fight this battle through do not flee, do not run away from this thing because God said in, in, in the book of, of Chronicles, he said to King Jehoshaphat and the people, he says, you need not fight this battle, but this battle belongs to me, says the Lord. And I want to say, man and woman, businesswoman, pastor, leader, brothers, sisters, this battle is not yours, but this battle belongs to the Lord. Now, we know that we have received weapons of warfare that are mighty in God, not outside of God, but in God to pull down strongholds. And we need to cast down imaginations and arguments. That is where the renewing of the mind comes in now. And you need to, these weapons of God are powerful. Let me take you and direct you to Ephesians chapter 6. And in verse 13, it says the following. It says, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God. Sorry, can I just backtrack and just go to start at verse 10? I'll get to verse 13. It says, brethren, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 
Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the vows of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Verse 13, it says, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and above all, verse 16, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance. So in this scripture right now, here is where God gives us the weapon. And God gives us the protective clothing. He gives us and he says, take therefore the whole armor of God. And he says, what he says to us is clothe yourself, put it on. This is a protective covering. You know, um, when you go down into the mine, you have to have helmets and you have to have on, you know, boots and you have to have on all the protective gear. You cannot go down into the mines or even into mining fields or in other sectors of, of, of um, agriculture or stuff if you have not, do not have the right clothing because the company can get into trouble if somebody gets hurt and it is found and investigated that they were not wearing protective clothing. Now this is our clothing of protection, God says. He gives us the armor of God. It's not the armor of the church. It's not the armor of a congregation. It's the armor of God and he says that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Now we have an evil time that is that that is passing by through the nations of this world. And this evil thing is called a virus and it's busy killing so many people. And God says, take up my whole armor that you will be able to withstand that ye weerstand kan bid and it daarvan van 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 boosheid and that you will be able to stand. Stand therefore, he encourages us. The Lord says, Gird your waist with truth. Put on the belt of truth, guys. The truth of God's word and what God says in his word, that's what you believe. That's what you stand on. And he says, now you take a, 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 on your feet, you put on your feet, um, shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And while you're at home, while you're in lockdown, when you come out of lockdown, you go out now and you encourage others. You build up others. Businessman, if God restores you, lend a hand to somebody that is in trouble. You see, this is with us as humanity. We pray for ours, we pray for ourselves, and sometimes we pray for others. But when God comes through for us, we forget about the next person that might still be struggling. You stretch out your hand and you those that are weak, you lift them up and you say come on you can do this that is what our feet should be ready for to spread the gospel of peace and to, to to bring people to closer to God and to encourage them because that which God has done for you he can do for everyone and you will be able to he says 
says, take the shield of faith. I love this one. Just imagine yourself. You have a shield of faith. And with this shield of faith, the Bible says the just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. We shall live by faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. So when you take the shield of faith, the Bible says you will be able to quench and to block off all those fiery darts of the wicked one. All the fiery darts of depression. A fiery dart of, of suicide. A fiery dart of, of sickness. And, and diseases, you will be able to fight it off because this fiery dart is coming from the enemy. And I want to say this morning, then beautifully it says, take the helmet of salvation. You have been redeemed in Christ. You've accepted the Lord Jesus into your hearts. I want you to take the helmet of salvation and protect your thoughts. Cover your mind. Cover your mind with this helmet and the sword of the Spirit, my favorite one. And that, that is what I want to teach you today um, just for a brief few seconds more I want to say take the sword of the spirit um, which is the word of God the word of God is alive book of Hebrews chapter 4 says it is alive it is active it is sharper than any two-edged sword and I want you to know that when you have the shield and you have the sword in your hand the breastplate of righteousness which says I am righteous before God the enemy is afraid of a believer when he sees the armor on them when he sees the armor of them he takes a hundred steps back a thousand steps back because he know that you are completely geared you are completely prepared for battle now when you are covered and clothed with the protective uh, covering that God has given you the armor when you have all that on I want you to now open your mouth and I need for you to take the sword of the spirit and I need for you to declare into the atmosphere that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon formed against your business shall prosper. No weapon formed that is already formed against your family. It, it will form, but it will not prosper. And I want to say to you today, God is so merciful. God is so awesome. He's so wonderful. And he's so faithful. And he sees. And you know what? When we speak the word of God, we remind him of what he has said. We remind him of what his word says. We remind him day and night. And we cry before him and we say, I shall not go under, but I shall go over to the other side. My business shall not go under, but my business shall go. My ministry, our church will not go under but our church will go over to the other side we will cross this over this situation we will cross over this mountain in the mighty name of Jesus so do not be fearful do not be dismayed I want you to choose today that I am going to stand and I'm going to fight I'm going to be a soldier that fights the good fight of faith because I know the end of the story. We win. We are victorious. We are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We are the heads and not the tails. Yes, we are above and not beneath. And I want to say to you, when you have the breastplate of righteousness on, that means that child of God, you need to continue living righteously. And you need to continue 
and to live in right standing with God. The world needs to see that there's a difference. And if you're hearing my voice today and you're hearing this message and you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to invite you. God has a plan. He says in Jeremiah 29, 11, I have plans and I know the plans that I have for you. He says it's plans to prosper you and not to harm you. And, and, and if you need Jesus today, you do not know him. You've not made your peace with God. I invite invite you, wonderful one, I'll invite you to bow your knee or sit down where you are and pray this prayer with me. Father, I come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. I do not know you as well as others, but I come and I ask as I surrender my life to you and I give my heart to you, I ask that you will come in and that you will live in me and by your blood, I want to ask that you wash me and you cleanse me and you forgive me of all my sin. Make me your child so that I too can stand strong in these times. I give you my life and I thank you that you receive me as your child. Amen and amen. If you have prayed that prayer as a newborn believer now, you are a child of God. And I want you to reach out on our website, ingridapril.co.za. Just type it in, go to Google wherever you just type in ingridapril.co.za. You will find many other resources and messages that you can listen to to build up your faith. Now to the believers in closing, I want to say, what are you doing? What are you keeping yourself busy with? I want to encourage you to break every unhealthy pattern in your life. There were days when you never prayed, forgot to read, not forgot, you just left out reading your Bible. you 21 days or 50 days or whatever your country is required. You're in shutdown or lockdown and you have all the time now to create new habits and let those habits be a lifestyle of prayer, praise, the word, and then include worship in there. And I want to encourage you to stand, my brothers and sisters, and fight this battle. Because the Lord, your God, is with you. Amen and amen. Amen.